Hey, I'm the professor. That's Lucas, and this is No Prize Podcast. How are you, my friend? Whoop, you're on mute. Uh, I'm doing great. How about yourself, sir? I'm 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 doing good. I was doing a little better there when you weren't having any audio come through. I was like, oh, I'm gonna have to talk this whole time. Oh, good, good. <laughs> well, right, here the the tail end of February, getting ready to you know spring into spring here, and uh, you know I, hopefully uh, hopefully within the next month or two I'll be vaccinated. They opened it up from from my category, so it's just about uh, you know navigating all the websites and trying to get a vaccination, which you know could take more time than the whole pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm still trying to un- understand what we're doing here. We're talking about because now all of a sudden, um, you know, certain st- states are opening up. They're trying to open up the uh, the schools and everything. Yet the kids are not on the list as far as getting uh, the vaccinations yet. So I'm, I, I I don't really understand that. But hey, yeah, I'm <laughs> I'm not the uh, I'm not the representatives or the governors or anything. I just vote for them. So. Whatever. I I wonder I wonder what we're gonna do when we don't have so much time to read comic books. <laughs> 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 I don't know. I kind of enjoyed the last year. <laughs> you know, I've I've read so many comics. It's uh, it's unbelievable. Uh, not but, all good, but <laughs> oh oh oh, they are not all good. Eh, but some of them are. <laughs> you know, it's all about finding those diamonds in the rough, right? Or the or the next big book. Right. Like that one sitting behind you with the Amazing Spider-Man 55. What's that going for now? Uh, said Amazing Spider-Man 55. Oh, this one. Um, uh, that's probably just maybe like a twenty dollar to thirty dollar book. No. Uh, oh, really? But, right. Yeah, but it's it's still got some legs in that. Um, there's the second print that's uh out. There's the third print, which and once again, those are second and third prints. All in all, it is is the color of the, the tents back there. So second print is I think it was like rep is uh, red. The third print is going to be like blue. There's going to be uh, a man thing that's just like that. There's going to be a carnage just like that. So yeah. Pat Gleason's um, making his money. Hey, God bless him. <laughs> God bless him. You take that one idea, you hit, and you keep running, and you keep going. And going. Oh yeah, yeah. He's hit, he hit a nerve with with the fans. So you know, do it, do it up. Running yeah, into he, the ground, he is not going to stop, and and God bless him, man. <laughs> I mean, because it, 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 when you really think about it, all it is is um, it's like three D, it's three D software, right? It's three D software. When some sometimes when you're trying to build a character, it it's exactly that. That's all it is. Huh. So he was like, he's like, all right, I want to build this new. That's wait, it. A, <laughs> wait a second, <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. Yeah, I'm done. <laughs> Like, but, hey, wait, hey, wait, hey, hey. a little spider right there. <laughs> that's, wow, that's something else. Like, now he's going to be doing covers with like AutoCAD or something, and just be like, "This, this looks like blueprints to my house." There's so many, yeah. There are so many covers that I've seen going after this. That is, it looks like it's just AutoCAD, and some of wow. them are really bad too. Some of oh, them are really? not good. Yeah, um, like wow. that Carnage joint. It does not look good at all. Yet here we are. Yeah, well, you know, it's that that next big thing, right? Everybody's gonna jump on the bandwagon. 
So what do you, what do you say we start talking about comics before we, because I know we got to talk about one one division, but let's, uh, why don't we save one division to the end? Cause then uh, we'll leave everybody with our speculations on what's happening with the season finale or series finale. Right. Cause I don't think we get in season two, but I don't know. I have heard some rumors that there might be a season two. So, but we'll see. Well, we'll see. Yeah. I don't, I mean, I wouldn't put it past them, but you know, We'll see. I would, you know, what I would like, but before we get into the comics, I'd like to see maybe them spin off Vision and Scarlet Witch into a into a movie because I really think a movie would bring in a billion dollars. You know, just to see what's next there, right? And who uh, knows, right? I mean, and and their backstory is so complicated in between the two of them, man. Um, and you know what? Since what sixty four? No, because I was. Yeah. Uh, doing some research on some of the stuff that they've got going on in between the two of them. I mean, and then they've got stuff that happens to the two, to each of them. And then it spins off into their own freaking dong on storylines off on the other side. So man, you could go all types of ways with, with just both of them. So, yeah, it's uh there's a lot of stuff that they've kind of untouched, but I do think they're throwing a lot in. But let's uh, let's let's uh, let's hold off on our vision and scholar, which uh, speculation until the end. Uh, but let's let's jump into uh, Spider-Man. Let's do Spider-Man first. Get that bad boy out of the way. Uh, all right, so. Uh, we're doing Amazing Spider-Man number 60. We got Nick Spencer and the old Spider-Man stalwart Mark Bagley. Uh, so, you know, Bagley, I you know, he, he did Amazing Spider-Man forever and then did Ultimate Spider-Man. And he actually broke Jack Kirby's uh, uninterrupted streak uh, as far as uninterrupted uh, artist on a title. Um, so Bagley really is, you know, for this generation or the, you know, millennials or whatever is the Spider-Man artist. He is the John Romita for, for this millennium. Right. Um, the only thing that I don't really like about Bagley is more like how, uh, he's kind of melded into the, the Bendis talking heads kind of book, you know? Um, and that's, that is basically what this book is. And I have to tell you how much I did not enjoy this book because of just the overwhelming amount of dialogue and exposition and Peter trying to have this, uh, you know, Mary Jane kind of forces him to stand on a stage in the middle of a, of a, of a, of a playhouse and, uh, and, go through a monologue of his relationship with Harry and really it's, it's too long. It's like five pages long in the book. It takes up most of the book. And, um, and then at the end, it's like, I don't really feel like anything gets resolved. I feel like, uh, you know, just kind of getting into like what he's talking about. I think Nick Spencer has trouble hitting the dramatic notes of what, uh, Mary Jane and Peter and Harry and what those all those all those relationships what they mean to each other and what they should mean to Peter and I think that it just comes out overwhelmingly as just plot device yeah. and uh, you know when we when I talk about the Brian Bendis dialogue what I mean is really kind of uh, throwaway lines you know like just kind of a conversation that uh, that doesn't drive the plot 
but there's a lot of it, right? So yeah. they just sit there, you know, sit there and talking, and and it it, it doesn't go anywhere. It doesn't mean anything. It's just filler, uh, you know, kind of like listening to a, a drum riff that's like like ten minutes too long, right? You're like, all right, I'm over with. I'm over the drum riff. Trying to get back to the music. Um, here, uh, you know, with with him talking to to, to Harry, or the his, his the visual representation of Harry. It just to me, it just was spinning the wheels on driving the plot forward. You know, we all know how Spider-Man feels with with uh, you know great power comes great responsibility. We all know he doesn't have to spend five pages dialoguing it. Um, it, it seems to me like there's a lot of of wasted uh, wasted time. Now, the the problem that I actually have with this book is the f the fact that first of all mary jane is put in this position towards the end of the book where you realize that she's had mysterio there with her the entire time and he's been listening in on everything right so i'm sitting there going wait a second so mary jane has no problem putting in one of spider-man's villains and first of all i guess i guess mysterio knows that spider-man's peter parker i guess because yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, if he didn't, he does now, right? Um, so that that drives me nuts because it just seems like everybody knows that he's Peter Parker now, which kind of throws out the whole "with great power comes great responsibility" and why he hides his identity from people in the first place. But then you you have uh, Doctor Strange at the tail end of the book go in and. Uh, you know, apparently Dr. Strange realizes there's what's wrong with Peter Parker. And he goes into Las Vegas where, uh, you know, Mephisto is now king. Um, why? Because because why wouldn't he be? Um, and asks what's wrong with Peter Parker's soul. So 10 years yeah. after the fact, we're getting uh, Dr. Strange finally realizing that something's wrong with Mephisto. And now, you know, you realize that what they've been talking about, you know, I don't know if they're bringing back the marriage or at this point, why, why not? Because Peter and Mary Jean are back together. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They're living together so, and everything. Yep. Yeah. So, so why not, Sorry. you know, I mean, I, that, that would create some drama. So I I'm like, I imagine, I imagine I'm on board for that. It's just, uh, I, it seems to me this issue is pretty heavy handed, like there was nothing subtle about it, um, and that's that's why I didn't like it. And usually, I like Nick Spencer's dialogue because I think he's snappy. I think he's witty. Uh, I, I think that his dialogue, for the most part, kind of flows. This kind of this was like them dropping like a ton of bricks on you with like just no, you know, just 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 tons of talking heads and not really driving the plot until the last two pages of the book. Um, and then, I mean, because Doctor Strange wasn't even in the book until he pops in and says, yeah, "Hey, yeah." yeah. Uh, so it just it feels disjointed, and um, and I don't know if if maybe Nick just wants to hurry up and get to the next big event crossover book, but to, to me, that's that's where I stand, and uh, I'm I'm not going to clobber it because I I'm, I do love me some some Bagley, um, but for me. Just wasn't it wasn't all there. I think it was a bit of a stretch. What do you think? Three ninety nine for this book. 
Uh, and okay. nothing, <laughs> no action. $3.99 for this freaking book, and nothing freaking happened. Nobody's throwing uh, punches. Nobody's smacking anybody around. Um, you know, you've brought up before. Did Spider Man actually do any Spider Man things in this book? No, he's well, he swung over the city on his last appearance of the book. But before that, he wasn't even like he wasn't even in the costume. It was just, you know, him him saying "Woe is me," and then, you know, Mary Jane put him on the stage to say "Woe is me" for five pages. Yeah. So let me let me so let me count this. So for us, so I see one one page. Okay, and that's that's it. So for three ninety nine, mm-hmm. you get five pages of. Peter Parker exposition. And you got Doc Strange, Mysterio, Mary Jane talking most of the time, Kindred being a butthead, whatever. And then for all that, for $3.99, you actually only get one page of Spider-Man kind of being Spider-Man, just kind of swinging through the buildings and everything, not actually saving anybody. Right? Um, So that's that's the way I look at it. I didn't really get the bang for my my, my book, right? I don't like the talking. I don't like the talking head bubbles. You know, if I wanted to wa- read talking head bubbles, I'd go over to DC, you know, because they're they're terrible at it. Just give me a don't talk to me. Tell me, show me, show me what's going on and everything, right? If you're trying to sh- explain to me what is, no, explain to me, right? Um. And what was kind of pissing me off right now is that there's obviously strife going inside his soul. There's uh, and that's actually obviously causing strife inside the relationship of Peter Parker and Mary Jane. Got it. But they don't argue. There, there's no freaking plats, plates freaking flying across the room. Nobody's freaking slamming any doors. They're just sitting down, nice freaking calm people. No, I want, I want to see some real, some real love, some real New York, because they're from New York. I want to see some real <laughs> New York aggression. No, because hey, hey, you don't love that person unless you slam a door in their face a couple of times. That's 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 just the way that I, w- I want to see some real. I want to see, especially Mary Jane, man. Mary Jane, right? She she knows how to act it out to communicate what she's feeling through her acts. I want to see some real Mary Jane, some real New York Bronx, Queensboro, freaking Mary Jane come out. And I'm tired. I'm tired of this. I'm tired. I'm tired of Mary Jane being more like a Karen or one of these ex millennials. Let's let's just talk it out, Peter. How about you, how about this? How about you get up on the stage and you you act it out? How about you feel your feelings and all that? No, that's not what I'm here for. I'm yeah, you know, and I'm gonna maybe uh, I'm gonna push back again a little bit on Nick Spencer with uh, with just a line that he had with uh, with Mary Jane, where he reveals that uh, after Gwen Stacy died, that that Mary Jane was in therapy trying to figure everything out, and that Gwen was her best friend and stuff like that. I'm like, I was reading that going. Are you kidding me? They were not best friends in the, in the 70s when when before Gwen died, uh, they were the rivals at best, you know? It was even though they were they all hung out together, you know, Mary Jane, Gwen, Peter, Harry, uh they the, the only reason Mary Jane was with Harry was to be closer to Peter. And they 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 made no 
uh, uncertain terms that that Mary Jane was the rival for Peter's affection, and they were catty at best to each other. Not, I mean, like they hung hung out together, but they weren't best buddies. They never showed them being friendly to each other. Mary Jane always had something catty to say about Gwen, and at uh, the the way Mary Jane was cater, uh, characterized back in the seventies and late sixties. She was the ultimate party girl who had no time for anyone, no time for relationships, whatever. You know, she was off doing her own thing. Nothing bothered her. This was just the next big thing. She was she was not friends with Gwen. She was they they hung out together. There's there's no way she would be able to. She would tell Peter he, she was my best friend and have Peter actually believe it. Because Peter would be like, "Man, you would have been trying to get with me when I was with Gwen." Yeah. <laughs> so you weren't best friends. So that was that was one of the things that I was like, "Well, that's kind of uh, revisionist history right there." And uh, you know, I just want to call Nick Spencer out a little bit for that. Uh, mm. But you know, yeah. for the most part, that's that you know, it's just creating drama where there really isn't. So yeah, I mean. <sighs> Once again, for the three ninety nine for so for so if you consider how long they've been doing this whole kindred thing, right? It's been mm. over a year since they've been doing that. Right? Sixty so, issues. His first appearance was in issue one of this volume. So, woo. yeah, woo. yeah, yeah. So that's two hundred and forty dollars yeah. we spent, and that whole thing that was building up the whole kindred deal, right? And then eventually they started doing the whole spider web family thing. Right, that was supposed to be a big right. Oh, I've yep. got Miles Morales, Spider Woman, you know, Gwen Stacy. You know, they even brought in Madam Web. You know, uh, Mary Jane got caught up in there. They brought back uh, I forget like Anansi and that whole freaking uh, vamp, uh, you know, Spider Vampire deal. Right, they brought all those guys out, and for two hundred forty dollars, this is what we get. We get uh, Peter Parker up on the stage being a little beat. All right, that's, that, that, that's, 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 that's what we get right now. Are you yeah. serious? Are you it's, serious? Yeah, you, you know what this this issue was. This issue was a filler issue, right? This was a filler before they introduced the new costume. Next issue, right? For for some reason, they decided he needs a new costume. So this this was the. Then why not do it in this issue? This was like the yeah. This <laughs> like, this was like the third epilogue. They, you know, this is like the third epilogue to the Kindred story, and you know, uh, I guess did um did the Mary Jane comic ever actually finish, or was that a victim of the pandemic? I think, uh, yeah, that was a. It, it did finish, that, right? I'm not. Dude, I don't even remember reading. <laughs> reading. So, so maybe, so, so this. I mean, obviously, Mary Jane and Mysterio is a direct continuation of that miniseries. Um. I do think I do think they finished it. I don't. It's 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 forgettable, but uh, I do think they finished it. So um, so, but th but this is a continuation of of that storyline too. So I know they're going to give Mary Jane something to do, and or else why have her in the book? But um, you know, I I enjoy reading about Mary Jane. I just don't see why there has to be some like duplicity there, why they have to involve Mysterio. Like, cause, cause that's totally against what Mary Jane would ever really do. Mary Jane would never put a, a super villain next to, next to Peter. You know, she might walk one and walk a villain into Spider-Man, but she would never walk him into Peter. So that, 
uh, you know, I'm just like, eh, we'll see. Maybe there's a reason for it, but I doubt it. It, it makes her look, it makes her look a little underhanded, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, if you're going to do that, you get little ladies. I understand that not everybody in your life is going to be perfect. Right. <laughs> but if you do get involved with some freaking organized criminals, especially the one that's like the bad, bad of, of your husband's. Hey, you might want to let your husband know, hey, the dude is bringing in a paycheck because I, I get it. The dude's bringing in a paycheck. If you can hire her when nobody else was her, she was kind of bad, rough, but he was he, he was trying to revive her career and give her a paycheck. Got it. Got it. Got it. But. Please let your significant other know. So when you end up missing, he knows exactly who to come looking for. Uh, you know, now. now that I'm now that I'm thinking of it, that would probably make a better issue, right? Like instead of having Peter like like spew for five pages over his relationship with Harry, wouldn't it be great to see Mary Jane stumble over for five pages trying to tell her that she's working for Mysterio? Yeah, <laughs> that, 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 <laughs> trying to trying to figure out the way to say it. <laughs> Yeah. That would that yeah, would be more interesting over yeah. five pages. So. I, I, yo, <laughs> yo, 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 you know the the most interesting. I I tell you what, the most interesting series or thing that theme on TikTok and 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 Instagram right now is uh, wives and girlfriends trying to explain to their husbands and boyfriends why they have an OnlyFans page. There you go. She she's up there. You got her tight slade while she's got got this dude and like, well, you know, he only shoots me from this angle, you know, and it's, it's, no, okay. I, I told you not to. I told you not to. This is the big bad and you're gonna go to okay. Nope. Uh-uh. So so now so so right now this is the, the two big bad chicks in his in, in Peter Parker's life. He's got the black cat who's just a straight thief. Believe she's honest about it, and then you got Mary Jane, who she claims that she's got she's making an honest living, but she's she's linking up with the Big Bad and won't even tell. Him. <laughs> All That's right, so <laughs> speaking speaking about Black Cat, we're gonna we're gonna spin off, we're gonna stay in the Spider Spider Man universe, and uh, and we're gonna review Black Cat number number three. This is the this is the second number three this year, I think, or in the in the year, right? Is it? I, yeah, I yeah, so. yeah, 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 yeah. Because uh, the I remember there was a whole big deal. So see, this is King and Black, Black Cat, right? And but the other Black Cat that was her solo series that was, it was like a whole bunch of it was like one one hundred covers, one or two hundred covers for J. Scott Campbell, Art German, everything. But this is supposed to be her with within the whole thing with Venom going on, and it's it's I don't I didn't need it, right? If you want, if you want her to be an Asgardian, make her an Asgardian, right? But they, they've been here. Here's where I see what they did, I, what they're trying to do. I got it, right? Because uh, wasn't it just maybe a four or five issues ago in Black Cat where they had her wearing uh, the rope, the, the the Iron Man armor, right? Yeah. And people were like, "What?" No, that's not. No, no, we don't. You don't. She doesn't need that. Now they've got her as an Asgardian, wearing Asgardian magic, and mess around with that stuff. Mm-hmm. And people are like, "What? <laughs> oh, okay, whatever." You know. And which once again, I'm fine with that. But you better not get rid of her 
or one de- defining thing, and that's her sexiness. Mm-hmm. Right? You better you better bring the interior art. You better better bring the sexiness. So I'm gonna I mean, I'm definitely interested in seeing her because you are the quintessential Rican black cat fan. So I'm I'm interested in hearing what you had to say about this. Well, so we got uh, you know. Well, actually, Johnny's Johnny's the quintessential black cat fan. Ah, uh, you know? okay. But uh, but we have you know Jed McKay writer, and he's like one of the what are they what do they call it the Stormbreakers or something now? These like the new uh, next wave of Marvel creators. Um, they're that they're actually giving them ads inside the books to like, hey, this is the next big writer. Jed McKay's actually the focus this month on that. Uh, and then we have uh, CF Vila as the artist. We've got uh, Brian Reber on colors, Farron Delgado as the letterer, which is a weird time. You don't see uh, VCs, Clayton Cowles, or someone like this. This is a new letterer I've never seen before. So, hey, good for that. Um, anyway, this this book is a, it's a it's a king and black crossover. Um, you don't really see the symbiotes in this until the last page. They spend the whole time um, with uh, what what I guess what happened last issue was was uh, Felicia grabbed hold of a, the a, a tree limb of Yggdrasil, the uh, the 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 life tree in the, for Asgard, and uh, for some reason, when you grab a tree limb from Yggdrasil, it actually turns you into a Thor-type Asgardian character. Um, so it must have been enchanted somehow. I'm gonna, yes. you know, let's let's bail, bail out Jed McKay on that. There's, there's an enchanted. It's enchanted. Yeah. Um. <laughs> um yeah. So uh, now apparently this the, the 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 tree limb and I don't I see this is where it kind of it uh, kind of has its a mind of its own right so the tree limb is actually uh, acting a lot like uh, the symbiote right I yes. mean mm-hmm. trying to trying to talk to her try promising her um, like the, the all the power in the world if she continues to wield um, this weapon. Um, and that's basically what you get. This issue is another talking heads issue where the the weapon is tempting her and showing her how much power she would have if she uh, gives into this. And they show her uh, in many instances fighting the uh, the symbiote dragons and and just kind of going right through them and just laying waste to her enemies and uh and just they show her like being able to have power uh being able to fix all the things that were wrong in her life basically temptation um they show her uh, previous uh problems where she gets you know beaten down by doc ock and the owl and how that that wouldn't happen anymore because she would have the power to control that um and in the background, you have Doctor Strange and also Black Cat's little flunkies supporting cast, uh, you know, basically fretting in the background, <laughs> saying, oh, no, what do we do? Oh, she's going to give in. And she's, you know, and then that's basically all they do for the issue. They're, they're in the background. Uh, and so in the end, the last final temptation that this weapon gives her is the, uh, the ability to uh, make people in her life love her and that's the final straw because she would never make anybody in her life love her unless they actually loved her um so that's basically where she kind of turns around uh 
gives up the power and um and then D dr strange uh actually uses his uh his cloak of levitation to wrap up the tree limb so no one else can touch it and you know danger averted uh with the exception of symbiote dragons flying through the city and <laughs> let's let's go not use all that power that uh that they were going to be promising me and attack the symbiote dragons with my claws uh and that's that's how this ends and it says you know it says here fall felicia strange and king of black four and next month uh is black cat number four so i imagine this is this is not uh just a king and black miniseries that we're getting a number four that's not king and black right so yeah, i thought we just had king and black four though or was that king and black three? Oh, uh no, Hold no, up. no! The fourth issue of King of Black came out already, right? So this was this is a, a maybe a late tie-in because King of Black four came out last week. So this is just right. a just 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 a late tie-in. So so wait, they they tell you to go to King of Black four, but there was nothing that that happened with them that involved anything in the storyline. I don't remember seeing Black Cat in King of Black four, but I mean, I I read so many comics, I could be wrong. But holy, uh, are you kidding me? <laughs> maybe they mean maybe they mean five. Maybe they mean five. <laughs> Hold up. <laughs> Hold up. Stand by while Lucas flips through King and Black Four to find out if there's anything okay. involved. Oh, okay, okay. I see, I see it. I oh, see it. Is she in the background on the panel? No, 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 no. In fact, I will. I will bring it up. Ah. So what did you think of this book? Oh, I yep. see her in, in the background right there. Yep. Right. And and that, and he's holding the stick. Oh, so, so Doctor so Doctor Strange took the power. Well, yeah, so he's had this weird stick for a while. He this that stick is from when he went up to he and Sentry, they he they went to um Asgard. Yeah. And he and um, Sentry kind of distracted all the Asgardian gods so that Doctor Strange could cut a piece out of that tree. And they never explained why that was or 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 how he knew what he what he had to do, because back in the mythology of Asgard, um, there was a time when one of or a character from um, Whatever mythology, it doesn't play whether it's Asgardian or not, fought against Null. And Null was killed using something called the White Wood of Frenheim. Okay, I remember that. Yeah. Um, so I, I've think I've postulated before that that White Wood came from a part of Vanaheim um, using a mystical magic, everything. So I, I'm postulating that. Doctor Strange knew that in order to do that, you had to go to uh, Yggdrasil, cut Pete off of it, you know, put some mystic around it. And now, now you got something that could possibly kill gods, right? So he was able, he was going against Loki with this thing and everything. But here's an interesting thing that happened when he was when he got it. When he got this piece of whitewood from Yggdrasil, he actually became 
embowed uh, with a the power of the gods. I forget which which power of the gods. I forget the, what was actually called. So he he's had this look before. So he's taking this look now, and it didn't. I'm thinking, did he really even do anything in Kingdom Black Four with it? No, he. I just, know because I think this is the end of the book. He kind of shows up as the big, you know, yes. overpower overpower uh, face well, snow. Right, yeah, it's 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 him just standing in the middle. It, well, it's actually in the middle of the book, and it's just him standing there looking cool in new dreads, looking like uh, Noah, Noah, Noah from Noah's Ark. No, yeah, that, that, that uh, yeah, had the power to grow his hair out. That was, you know. Yeah, so yeah, that is basically this this thing. It doesn't really explain why this black and green vices her with with the the golden arc and everything. I don't. Who knows? Right. Um, the you did point out an interesting thing in that you're talking about how it's taking control, kind of well, not really taking control over, but trying to talk to her, trying yeah. to get over to move over to the dark side, um, and that's an interesting thing because that is kind of like the way a symbiote moves and talks, right? It doesn't just freaking um, take you over; it it uh, gets you, it talks to you. Hey, let me take over. Let me let me do this, and then I'll give you this. Right? That's exactly the way a simia. So, but instead of being it being a simia, it's possible that whatever this god of light is, it's got similar um, similarities because they actually talked about that in King of Black Four. Is that whatever the god of light is, it kind of moves and talks everything. Just like a symbiote does, so that so that's there's some possible indications about that, especially because we once again we don't know really where Yggdrasil came from, right? So it's possible Yggdrasil came from outer space, landed on Earth, and it, or actually landed in the outer realms, and now it's blossoming in the woods or everywhere. So let let the, let's let them explain that. So, uh, well, I have a question for you because mm -hmm. I mean, you've been you've been the one that's been educating even me on uh, a lot of this King and Black stuff that over the years I've I've missed the references and um, and there's there's so many so many so many ideas and threads going into this main plot and everything happening around it. Do you think you have to be a hardcore fan to really kind of appreciate this story? And the buildup, and, and and do you think the some that some of the story might be lost on the casual fan that might just pick up just the core King and Black book? Absolutely, because I think the only ones that are really really enjoying the story right now are hardcore speculators, right? Because speculators are the ones that are delving into, hey, who's that guy? Who's that? Who's she? What what is that? And then we're jumping through and we're going through the back bends trying to figure out what that stuff is because we know that once it's revealed what that is that 50 cent book that was in the back bin is not going to be worth 20 30 dollars you know like that thor god of thunder number five through number six through number seven i mean think about that it was it was just in back bins like two yeah. years ago in back bins now it's a 70 80 dollar book 200 if you can get a cgc Right, um, the the first appearance of Gore, right, which was like I forget the number on that one. That was a nothing book, even after the first appearance of Null, right. Now that's going to be a fifty, sixty dollar book, just because it's so quick that now it's actually Gore is going to be making it into the MCU pretty soon, right. Um, so 
as far as understanding it, there's so much stuff like the, the Phoenix Force, right? She showed up in Kingdom Black 4. The Enigma Force, <laughs> that that showed up, right? Um, the 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 Void Force, that's that's something that's that's showing up. There's so many other things. I mean, the the thing that I was just talking about with this whole thing with Doctor 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 Strange, um, that was from his his series uh, about a couple years ago in 2018. Hmm. Um. I'm 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 looking through now. I'm looking through um the whole the whole thing with um you know there's there's a reference to him um when he was in the celestial and hammering away right um you know if if you go back to the celestials right and uh excuse me the excuse me the ultimates the ultimates too where they explain what happened at the beginning at the void the beginning of the first uh i forget what the, the actual wording for it is but it's like the first emblankment or, or something like that and then not excuse me not the first yeah it's the first emblankment the first emblankment and there's the second and the third or whatever it's called i'm saying that's not the word that they actually use um that's what's that's what he's he's been doing all the time he's been making swords he's been making creations so he can freaking fight against the light um and so there's all these back so so here's what what's interesting you know a lot of people when Donnie keys first came out they said well he's just pulling it out his his, his cocktail right well as he's going through this story stuff i'm saying he didn't just pull it out he's going back through marvel tale stuff old marvel tales and and saying hey here you go this is what this all adds to and he's got Al Ewing on his side and a couple of others. Yeah. Even the stuff that I thought was absolutely terrible for Black Panther is just making a little bit more sense now. Yeah, it's, 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 it's what I think. I, it, he's he's got so many threads going. I mean, even the, they did the Black Panther crossover. You just realized that uh, that the whole Tina Hosey Coates run would had like the symbiote killmonger that resurrected was all tied into null too and that's mm-hmm. that that to me is where they kind of hit you right <laughs> they're like oh well hey this this was null that was null this was null and you're just like you see it right you're like mm-hmm. wow could this, would, was this a plan from like three or four or five years ago and yes, it was, that's right? the best I, I think that's the best credit to give a writer is you know, maybe even if it wasn't the idea, then he made it a really good thing. Now that you know is really saying, really making you see the the like the the tapestry, right? The the whole thing that they've that they've done. Um, I don't know if the like the individual pieces work on their own, uh, but the overall story, I think, when you look, you know, let's say let's say ten years from now, and you're looking back, and you're see, and you can see the whole picture. I yeah. think I think you, I think people are going to appreciate it more than than what is happening right now because right now it's like and I can tell you Lucas I don't I don't like the idea of having to keep a spreadsheet and charts <laughs> and trying to figure out who yeah. relates to what yeah yeah because I because I got a PowerPoint it's about two hundred and thirty five slides I know. long. I know. You, I mean, <laughs> like, last, last month you spent the majority of our podcast explaining everything and and tying the the threads together, which made total sense to me after you were done. But I'm just like, wow, who like what what normal fan? <laughs> you know, because we're not normal. What 
normal fan is going to spend the time to understand all this. And, um, uh, you know, that's where I kind of think, um, uh, like on some levels, I think it's genius. And then on other levels, it's like, Ooh, we need to market this to, uh, you know, the, the fan base that's actually buying the book that is, you know, or we hope is going to buy the book. But I think like maybe they might read a few issues and say, I don't, I still don't know what's going on, <laughs> you know? Right. Right. Um, but, I, saw, but, I just read that. So the, the the Namor King and Black crossover, you mm -hmm. had you explained what was going on there for me. But I'm still like, okay, there's a there's a there's a stone. You yeah. see, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah, it, it, right. Exactly. So, because I, I, once again, I read the, that whole book, and I'm like, what is going on? What? Why? It it, it it reminded me of what we were just talking about with the Peter Parker book, where there's yeah. a bunch of expedition. You know, there's not really. They're supposed to be on a journey, but they're not really on a journey. You know, they're feeling the loss and everything. But then finally, finally, the Forgotten Stone shows up at the end. And that was the only point of that book, period. <laughs> that, that was it. <laughs> it was like, okay, for $3.99, we get the, the, the appearance of this un, this the appearance of this forgotten stone which actually had made the appearance in another book and that's now we finally got it now it finally shows up great all right let's uh let's jump into uh commercial it's showing that uh one of our other great podcasts will be right back and uh we will kind of spend a little time on a couple of other books but let's talk wandavision If you want to find out what makes a professor do his happy dance, check out the Old Timers Comic Book Show only on the UCPN. Hey, check out the Old Timers Podcast. <laughs> the podcast that I do with Johnny and uh, the 13th Crusader, um, where we talk old comics, uh, where the, uh, the, the comics are old, but the hosts aren't. So, <laughs> Johnny's line. Um, so, uh, all right. So let's uh, let's let's do our other couple of books here. We'll just kind of touch on them lightly. Uh, you you wanted to bring up? Uh, well, well, I'll bring up Maestro. Um, now this is the second Maestro limited series we've gotten uh, in the last few months, and Peter David, who has kind of come back to Marvel uh, with a vengeance. And uh, this is what I kind of want to shout out to marvel a little bit is that they are bringing back the old school writers but they're having them work on the properties that they used to work on 20 or 30 years ago so having peter david come back and write hulk as maestro and then you have an artist like javier pina uh and then german peralta uh with uh jesus abertov on covers uh colors with uh travis lanham's lettering uh, these are the these are old old characters that he, they're bringing back with the uh, with the Hulkbusters, um, and then you bring in Doctor Doom, and you know something about Doctor Doom with his uh, with the 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 kind of heavy sh furry shoulders. I kind of think that's pretty cool. <laughs> um, but the whole the whole thing with the bringing back bringing back the Hulk the Hulkbusters and uh, back in Peter David's run uh, these these characters were, were all supporting characters. Uh, they were, they were led by the intelligent Hulk, um, the smart Hulk, if you want to call him. Um, and they all had, you know, it was, it was a part where, you know, uh, 
an era of that book where I kind of think that they were breaking new ground after years and years of Hulk being a, a mindless savage and kind of uh, kind of getting into him being in, being Banner in his brain while also being Hulk with those body. Um, and it, they were they were doing things that you'd never really did before. Uh, but now we know that in you know alternate alternate timelines, Maestro. It, you know that 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 smart Hulk becomes Maestro, and here uh, where we we're kind of uh, brainwashed to think Maestro is like the one of the big baddies in the Marvel universe. Here is he's just at the beginning of his powers here, uh, and this is reminiscent of uh, of Old Man Logan, of like those storylines where they kind of bring these like I guess post post-apocalyptic characters back and uh, kind of make them go up against each other. So here they bring back the Hulk busters um, where uh, Maestro is kind of get, you know, it's kind of like old home week for this issue, but you realize that things aren't going to end the way you really want them to. Um, Cause the Hulk busters really are trying to take out Maestro. Um, and, uh, you know, I actually like this story. I like there's a lot of stuff going on. You know, I see a scene in characters I haven't seen in literally decades. Um, and, you know, and Peter David feels like for the most part, uh, he's also writing the symbiote Spider-Man book. So another character that he worked on heavily back in the day. Um, but they're just kind of letting him do his own thing. And I really kind of think it's working. What do you think? It's a... You know what? I I had my suspicions, right? I was like, okay, we already had the Hulk book, um, and then you're giving me another Hulk book that's not really connected to this book, at least from what I can tell right now. Um, but you know what? It is working, right? Because it does seem like a totally different character with a totally different storyline, and it's actually entertainment, right? Mm-hmm. Um, there's the so if you remember the old uh, old man of Wolverine. Yeah, Old Man Logan. Yeah, people, and people absolutely love that storyline, right? This is a Maestro book, which is kind of like an old man Hulk that I'm loving. I like it. I like he, yeah. he, he's 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 not about he's not about the BS, right? Mm-hmm. He's like he's like hey, because my favorite uh, panels where everybody's sitting down for dinner, right? And then he's like, all right, so so what's going on? He's like, well, I rule the world. Everybody, Everybody does what I say. <laughs> Nobody fights, and that's it. No cat, and 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 that's it. And everybody's like, "Okay, got it. All right, sounds great. Fine. Ain't no, but in the meantime, let's, let's get on the plane if we can get up, get on out of here. You know, um, and and it's just that that simpleness of this where he 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 knows he knows how he knows how to communicate what it what it's about. And he knows how, and they know how to show that if you don't agree with what he says, how he's going to deal with you. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's what I, what I, that's what I'm loving. Don't because there's the whole thing of once again, don't tell me, don't write it out for me, show me, right? Because they were talking about the whole, hey, this person died, and and then there was some tension because she says he died one way, and then the other person was saying they died that way. Well, in the later panels, they showed some of what was going on um, behind the scenes. Great. Yeah. Holy crap. Great. That's awesome. Once again, if you're going to tell me, there should be a reason why you're telling me something instead of showing me. And that's... and. Th- 
holy that that that's freaking great right there because that, that's not just an entertaining that's 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 a great device. If you're telling me something, there should be a reason why you're telling that to me, and it's probably you're telling you're showing me telling you something because you're a liar, <laughs> and, and that's the only reason I want you to be telling me something and spending that spending that many panels. Yeah, I, th- I think uh, you know as much as I uh, I have said on this podcast before, I don't like alternate universe what if stories because they've all been done before um this goes to prove to me that it really you know it's not really that that i don't like it's um it's the fact that it has to be written well and presented to me in a package that i will i will buy and that this this book is that um i'm not sure if uh the next book if captain marvel where that book happens in an alternate timeline where you know she goes to the future. Um, I don't know if that works for me, you know. Um, so why don't you get into that? Because I know you wanted to bring Captain Marvel up. All right, let's see. Captain Marvel number twenty-six. Now I know you. What you said you like this because of all the new different characters that they introduced in the storyline, right? Well, I mean, I wouldn't say like as in, but. But it is once again, it's it's starting to make sense, right? So there was a Captain Marvel storyline where she went into the future in the past, right? And mm-hmm. then it was oh it was uh it was, it was, gener- it was the generations right, book. The generation right, right. It was well it was a one shot, right? It was called yeah. How Captain Marvel Dies. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Captain Marvel it. the end, right. Yeah, yeah. Right. So it was like, okay, so they showed they say, Hey, you weren't there, and then everybody died except for a very small population. And it didn't explain what actually happened. They just showed, hey, that the son died, and then that was it. And then they just shot her back. Now this is her going back to that same future. Um with the son of Namor, he's head of everybody. He's he's trying to take care of everybody, but there's a reason why. Is because he wants to utilize their powers in order to power him back into the past, which is the current present, in order to change everything and make sure that it doesn't happen the way it's going to happen. Um, so his intentions are good. Right, the, the reason why his attentions are good, but in the meantime, he's fighting against Captain Marvel, who once again they didn't sit down to explain to her, "Hey, this is what happened." Hey, hey, girl, you might want to go with me, because if you don't go with me, this is what happens. Right? Instead, she's stuck in the emotion of, "Hey, this person over here is really nice," and we're talking about Luke Cage's daughter. This. This person is really nice, and we want to make sure she's born. So we're gonna stop all this hap, all that we're gonna stop him from doing what he needs to do, and just in order so she can be born. Mm-hmm. It is really messed up, but I kind of like it. I kind of yeah. like it. I kind of like it. it. It's weird, twisted, but I like it. it. It's really it's it's a stupid decision on her part because the other thing is is that she's been in a relationship with Rhodey, right? Yeah. Um what for at least the last couple of years it was supposed to be an on yeah. and off thing where you know yeah. where they 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 don't they show they show us them sitting on, on the couch watching some TV every once in a while and and that's it. Doesn't actually come out of that relationship. So but now she's made the decision to not be with him because oh, it's actually his daughter, 
right? It's actually Rhodey's daughter. Yeah, she daughter. wasn't the she wasn't the mom. Right, and she wasn't the mom. Um, though I don't remember I don't remember who was actually do did they ever say who they was never the mom? they never said so. So she so, doesn't even know. Yeah, she doesn't well she knows she's not the mom. That's a that's all she knows. So Yeah. Yeah. Well, um but yeah, so she makes the decision to break up with him um on the precipice that if she's with him, then he can't be with the mom to make this person. Um and that doesn't make any sense to me because once again, you know you never know what because it's supposed to be about enjoying the moments that you have with the person, right? Up until you don't. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, that's that's what life is. Well, that's what life is really enjoying the moments that you got until you can't. He could have been. She she could have been <laughs> Rhodey's adopted daughter. We didn't. We don't really know. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. So I don't know. Yeah, you're right. The, the the logic was flawed there at the end. But um, but I do. So that's that's a moment that I actually thought was a good uh dra- like creation of drama, right? And and who knows if they ever choose to really kind of revisit that. But now you see you have uh, you have Carol and and Rhodey, you know, decide to go their separate ways, which that they, they, they weren't really the power couple of the Marvel universe anyway. You're right. There was kind of like a Netflix and chill relationship. Um. But, uh, you know, but that going going forward, it could kind of, uh, you know, cause some tension. Maybe I don't know, but uh, I, I I do think that the that that shows you it sh- it kind of shows you uh, maybe a, a Carol's. Well, what do you think? Would you think that would you call it a flaw, or would you call that her make kind of being noble, uh, you know, and wanting to make sure that the person that she met in the future actually becomes to exist. So, but I, you know what? I think Carol's gone to the future so many freaking times that she should get how it works, you know? Yeah. But I, I don't think find it over at all because she never actually took the time to say, Hey man, what actually happened? Yeah. She never asked Namor. She just, they threw hands. They were throwing punches and everything. Instead of say, Hey, 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 I understand what you're trying to do, but you need to explain to me a little bit more. Maybe I can help you, or maybe there's some other way. Never did it. Yeah. Just, I think there are so many ways that time travel works in the Marvel universe. It just depends on the writer. Um, you know, so, so to me, it, it is, I, I liked, I liked the twist at the end. So props to Kelly Thompson for that. Um, you know, whether or not, I mean, we, we all know when they go into the future, those are timelines that never really come to be anyway. Uh, so, you know, to me, it's a little bit empty, but, um, but I can see, you know, it works, it works in the book. So that was, a, that was kind of a good moment, I think, or dramatic moment. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. but let's, uh, so I know we're running short on time. Let's, uh, let's jump right into uh, WandaVision. What do you think? What's going on? We're we're one episode away from wrapping this up, and right. uh, there is a lot to wrap up. I feel like I feel like uh, so episode seven and eight. I think episode eight we got a lot of explanation for a lot of stuff, right. but it was it was basically just a lot of stuff that's going on with Wanda. Right. There was a, like nobody else in the in that episode that actually got any kind of screen time other than Agatha and Wanda. So um, we had no no Monica, no Darcy, no Wu. Uh, 
there's a lot of stuff going on right that so, needs to happen <laughs> right so and so in the episode before this week's um yeah she she finally had that full-on hey realization hey i'm having a breakdown i'm, yep. I'm having i'm having a breakdown um so uh agatha or agnes actually comes over takes the boys over she's like hey you need a break let me take the boys away so you can just have the house to yourself um and in the meantime, you know, Wanda's trying to put stuff back in the house together, and it's just not happening because stuff's stuff's starting to freaking glitch, right? Yeah. Um. So, boys go away. Um. Ag Ag Agnes goes away, so she finally decides to actually get dressed up, and she goes looking for the boys, and she goes down into the basement, um, with Agnes, and Agnes says, "Hey, I'm actually Agatha." She brings out. The Dark Hold. Once again, we've been talking about that that book, The Dark Hold, from Kahathan for 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 a while right now, and yeah. then that leads into this week's issue. Um, very quickly, this week's issue was um, one they gave a kind of quick print primer on some of Agatha's Agatha's background of her back in Salem, the original Salem, Massachusetts, in 1693. Uh, to Agatha says, hey, I want to figure out what's happened with you. How, where did you get that much power? And in order to figure that out, they actually go into uh, Wanda's past, right, from when she was a little kid uh, to her mess around with uh, Von Strucker to um, uh, Vision dying and Pietro dying and all that stuff and how that affected her mind. Um, and then the other piece was, um, you know, they – the uh, the whole thing of vision that vision's body that becomes a a big question mark because they show that contrary to what um, is a Hathaway Hathaway whatever his name is said because yeah. he said that she stole that Wanda stole vision's body and it looks like according to whatever they showed that she may not have and in fact they st they are currently sword is currently in possession possession of vision's body or at least a copy or whatever it's not really explained um so great episode great episode great last two episodes because they're they're bringing it through they're bringing it forward um so 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 what do we have right R right now okay. um we've got a whole bunch of easter eggs right so the, uh, for those that don't know the dark code is a book that some of the older gods had had around and at any time somebody read from the book they were using the power of those older gods and those older gods just left it around so that anytime you're reading out the book they could come back right um, yeah so and specifically specifically chithon who is yeah. the god of chaos magic that you can summon through the dark hold and let's say uh, so last week's episode when we saw the dark hold sitting on the shelf um they don't they just show it. They don't explain it at all, and they right. didn't even go to it in this episode. You didn't even you didn't even mention right. it, right? So, Cause, cause, right, because they're explaining. They're hoping. They're explain. They're expecting everybody to know what it is because it's that's not the first appearance of that book inside right. inside the universe. Um, the first time I remember seeing it was actually it wasn't even there. Was it was missing? So if you go back to the first Doctor Strange, and he's going through the library. And he says, "Hey, where are all these books?" And they show a missing space. That that missing book there was the the Darkhold was was that book, and and 
and as they're going forward and they're talking to the old one and everything, you're like, hey, what, where did you get all this power and everything? And it's a hey, and then they realize, oh, wait, she's using some of the power from the dark universe or the dark power. It's because she's been reading from that book, right? Um, so that means she's been tapping, tapping into the dark universe, the power of Ch Chathan, and all this other stuff. Yep. Um, well, it was always also in uh, the dark hold figured into the Agents of Shield, right? In mm -hmm. one of the oh, seasons yes. there, so yes, yes, it's it's it really kind of is. You kind of it's tying all together, and we're gonna see. Well, I mean, like I said, if they're gonna even bring that up in the next episode, they really gonna they they're only gonna have a little bit of time to touch on certain things because there are lots of questions unanswered. Uh, we still have. Um, we know that Pietro's not Pietro, uh, and that uh, even even Agatha called her called him Pietro, uh, and that was he's just somebody that she took over to. But but Wanda was so uh, doubting herself so much that she believed it was actually him. Um, but so so I don't know if they're going to go into the alternate universe kind of scenario there with him. Um, but I still, I still think that that's on the table. Um, right. And I don't know. Did you see the mid-credit scene in the last episode yesterday? Well, that was, are you talking about the one where, where we about, get the rebuilt vision? Yes. Right. So everybody, every, vision. yeah, everybody think it's thinks it's the white vision. Like I don't know. We'll, we'll see because well, because the thing is, with any type of metal, usually when it's heated up for the first time, it, it is white. So. You know, I guess they, they might have to paint it because remember he's supposed to his body is supposed to be made out of vibranium, right? Right, but so so this but I mean this is a throwback to the to the nineteen eighty nine West Coast Avengers storyline where where uh, where the vision is dismantled and then rebuilt and he has got the white casing and the 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 only the the, the thing about that vision is that he his brain was wiped he didn't have the uh, the brain patterns of Simon Williams Wonder Man. Um, so to make him human so he so he he's a robot at that point and that's where they end the vision and scarlet witch's relationship like we're up to that point they were married but when vision came back as the white emotionless robot they weren't married anymore mm. so here is but here is where i see this going and i think we've been right on maybe 90% of our predictions on this show. Um, but I, I mean, now that you have the vision Wanda recreated out of nothing that actually is vision, like in the mind, but no body. And now we have vision's actual body with no mind. So by the, I would say by the end of the episode next week, there is going to be a merging of both of them. And you see vision actually come back where he can exist outside the dome. Yeah. And that I mean that's hopefully hopefully that's the happy ending part of next week where we get vision actually back but there's no way this ends next week on a happy note with Wanda so fractured mentally um she's yeah. gonna she's, she's got at this the way this episode ended with Agatha with Billy and Tommy on the leashes um that can't end well because we I mean we all know that they're figments of someone's imagination, whether or not Sagatha or Wanda. Right. They're not. They're right. not real. Yeah. Which yeah. means so, they can't right. exist outside the dome. Right. It, it, it's see, and that's the tough situation because it's either part of Agatha or Mephisto. Right. There's yeah. where they're made from Mephisto, or like you said, they're made from Wanda. 
Um, the the other tough thing that we're looking at right now is the whole New Salem thing, right? So mm-hmm. new. So the the interesting thing of why they're bringing up the whole thing of her past of New Salem is because the witches that she was fighting in the beginning that's the Salem Seven, right? Yeah. Um, so there is that that happened and then there's storylines and scarlet witch and scarlet witch vision in which uh wanda actually comes to new salem she finds the salem seven there and this is after the salem seven kicked out agatha's husband she she goes against them and she fights them and she destroys the whole town she kills everybody in the hotel like everybody outright and the only ones that are brought back are the witches the, the salem seven witches right so that's why it's interesting that as she come as she's coming back to this town that she all remember all of a sudden remembers us there and she's driving through there's only like five to six people in that town right right so and if you notice those are people that we know before we've we've already we've already connected some of those names to actual wit uh our witches Right, now, right. So far, um, the older one, I'm not sure. I had I, once again, I did a quick view of of the last uh, last episode. Uh, the one lady that was sitting at the cafe, I'm not sure if that's Dottie or something else, or maybe that was Agatha, right? Agatha without the glamour. I got I got to check that. Um, and then uh, there's once again some of the the gods. There's a whole bunch of gods that have been showing up and very little idols. So right behind uh, Agatha, there's statues of some of the other gods. Um, so for the past week, I went back to some of the other episodes, including the tree episode, right where the tree was banging up against the thing. Oh yeah. And then if you look closely in the window, you see several eyes, like this big. Looking through the window, if if you look real closely, really, mm-hmm. and okay. then uh, so that could be either Chahathan or or and Shumagoroth, who is another one of the elder gods. Um, under the nightstand of Vision, there's actually a fish, which is uh, Dagon, which is another uh, um, elder god, but it's the elder god of the Atlanteans. Um, and then there's a Hagath. And all this other stuff that's going on. Um, I'm trying to think of what 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 else that I saw from this episode. But once again, yeah, this whole series has been great because if you watch it through and you just watch the emotion, that's one storyline. But then if you go back and try to figure out the mystery of what's actually going on, that's that's a whole other other mystery. And it it's great to see them actually go uh, try that stuff. Um, the whole thing about her. Um, going to retrieve his body. That was that was great, right? Because there's the mystery in between. This is what he told everybody, and this is what actually happened. Yep. Um, if you go back to the original footage, right, um, and you do it slowly, right, um, towards the middle of the hallway, there's actually a dude that's camouflaged, right? He, he's kind of invisible, but you can actually still see his outline. So there's something else going on there as well. Huh. Um, the um, I'm tr- I'm trying to think of there there was anything that was happening in this episode. Um, well, this is the first episode that we didn't get a commercial. Yes. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's so, and it, right. It's because uh, we got a end credit scene. Right. Well, and then we explained the um, the episode before 
where you actually, so we had talked already about the nexus of all realities and we get an actual commercial on about <laughs> nexus. That's like, I yeah. was, I was shown that out. Like, I think I, I was, I was yeah. texting you at the same time. I was like, that's the nexus of all realities. <laughs> so, so I was like, we we're, we were right about that. And I mean, we were right about Agatha, but I mean, that was the biggest giveaway, the whole thing. Yeah. But I, but nobody, I was, nobody was, yeah, nobody was tracking in the whole nexus of realities except for us, baby. <laughs> we got the receipts. Yes. We got the receipts. Because we, we um, talked about it. Because that, that's where that's where MCU is going right now. Yeah. Forget about this whole time traveling stuff, right? They're doing the nexus of all realities. So you can't time travel. You can't go back in time. But what you can do is you can go to an actual different dimension where something that is close to probability is happening. That's what yep. chaos magic is. Yep. She doesn't wiggle her fingers and make safe happens. She changes the probability of stuff happening. Yep. Um. To to, to uh, so that, that's that's another interesting thing that, that's going on with her right now. But you can see, so you see that concept being enlarged and then continuing in Doctor Strange and then Spider Man going forward, right? So those those are two. That that's that I this idea of the nexus of all realities is going. This is phase four, right? This is phase four in the MCU. Is the nexus of all realities? Let's bring in the FF. Let's bring in Deadpool and the X Men. Let's bring in all these other realities into the MCU. And that's that's how we're doing this. There are they're telling you how they're doing this. So this is the, the they're gonna tie in. So this is the spaced part, right? So you think you think uh, what else is coming up? You we're talking about uh, King the Conqueror. So we're also talking about time coming up in the Ant Man movie, right? right? Time. So so this is the space part, and then when we get into Loki, we're going to get the time part because now we we know from what, watching Endgame that we had um, Loki mess up the time stream by surviving, right? Surviving in that in that moment of uh of when they showed the avengers right so he yeah. just kind of he he disappeared he grabbed the he grabbed the staff and disappeared so now you know he's off in the time he's off in the ether never killed by thanos so okay. that's that and and i love the fact that he is the god of mischief so now he's going to be all over the timeline just causing stuff yeah. so you know that's where kang's coming from so you you have this whole time and space huge concepts in the Marvel universe that we haven't touched on yet, but this is the space. And then when we get Loki, we're going to get the time, and then then the the doors are going to be blown open for whatever they want to do. Right. You can just and, 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 yeah, and I'm glad you brought up Loki because I guarantee you what's going to happen is they're going to show that every all the bad stuff he's been doing, all the mischief he's been doing, has been trying to stop or save. Most of the yeah. universe or from this happening. Yeah. And that they're gonna show, hey, he saw this already happening. So this is what he's been doing to try and stop that from happening. Right. Yep. Because I, I've seen the actual analysis of this radio say, hey, yeah, like, yeah, he brought this whole Chathori army force to Earth, but he brought it up on just one point where he knew the Avengers were B at, the, at just the right point. So yep. he, he was actually doing a good thing because they were gonna come yep. regardless. He's just been trying to make sure they got to the right people and they were going to be killed by the right people. So, well, um, and they've I done that. We're going to go. This is what this and this is what Marvel does is they is you it makes you question what villainy is, right? So where you kind of like, okay, so he's the bad guy, like Killmonger in Black Panther. He's the bad guy, but you kind of almost agree with him. 
you know? So, <laughs> so now you're going to get Loki who was, he has been the bad guy and you're going to realize that he hasn't really been as bad as you think. Right. Yeah. He's just that he's just got a bad rap. <laughs> so that's for me, I think, uh, I, I, that's what I love about this is it's because it, it just does make you think about people and their motivations and the drama. And um, I said this yesterday in our in our thread, but if uh, if Elizabeth Olsen and Paul Bettany do not win whatever awards that they give out for acting uh, for this series, um, there's a travesty going on because uh, I love whenever they're on the screen. And I love what Elizabeth Olsen is doing. I think Paul Bettany is a comic genius and dramatic genius. And I've never, I mean, I've seen Paul Bettany in a ton of stuff. I've never seen him in something as memorable as this. Yeah. And uh, I think that they should both be proud of what they're doing. And, uh, and really everybody involved in this show. And I know I'm saying it before the last episode comes out. So please don't make me wrong. Uh, this needs to wrap up. Like you know, I hope it doesn't end like all the Marvel Comics events book to ex event books do. <laughs> so, well, we got, you got to remember, they've got what so many other uh, shows and series and movies to bring that in and, and yeah. fix it, right? Because um, I don't think they anticipated that people would actually like it as much. Because the first, the first two ish, uh, episodes, people hated. People were like, "What? Oh, is yeah. going on? But and now, if you look back on? on it, you look back on it, it's genius. So, yeah. uh, for me. It is. It is really. I, I think. Uh, I think they actually get a. Uh, they get a boost in popularity because we haven't seen anything Marvel for over a year and a half. So mm. there you go. You know, it. Uh, you needed to. You, we we needed our Marvel fix, and yeah. uh, and for had to have something hit that was so unexpectedly good, right? Like right. you didn't. I I didn't expect much from this. Uh, but the 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 every time you watch it, it's like watching a movie on your TV screen. Uh, the the whatever the whatever they're spending on the budget and the production values. It's we're not watching Star Trek. We're not watching like something that was made for TV. This was made for the film. And if you could, if they were to put this on a big screen at your local AMC, I you would be happy to go see it. Yeah, so. yeah. You know, uh, I'm glad you brought up. No, uh, uh, no, the Star Trek Vi Viacom CBS, right? They've been mm -hmm. trying to put out Star Trek stuff, you know, DC, they've been trying to put out stuff, and you know, people give them props for the animated stuff, but their movies right now suck. Right? <laughs> CBS, they've been trying to put out these, these CB, these other stories, you know, between Star Trek and then uh, the new one is Clarice, right? But you know what? All that stuff is missing when you really, when they really, really try. It's just the emotion, right? Yeah. Let, let's, let's let's forget the the whole magic stuff. That whole scene where she's driving through the town and then she drives up to the plot and there's nothing there. That is a dramatic moment. Well, when, no, oh. when she when she opened when she opens the deed and sees the red heart with to grow old in V. Come on, if you yeah. didn't have a if you didn't have a, a twinge. Uh, you have no soul because that's you know well, that was you know, the dramatic moment of the season there's you know there's an easter egg right there on that that blueprint where there's three plots right and three of those plots have the same number really yeah so i'll let everybody chase that one down um <laughs> you don't then, know what the number is <laughs> oh i mean the the problem is, i don't i don't know what it is but there is something you know 
the most likely thing is just to show that her memory is a little bit faulty right now and there's something that's messing around with the memory. Um, there's also the Easter egg in that her power has always been shown as red, yet she, when she's rebuilding Vision, his build it was his yellow. Body, yeah, it was yellow. That was the, the Mind Stone. Arm, that was the. Well, that was the, but she doesn't have it, right? Yeah, but it was the. So it was the Mind Stone that gave her the powers, and they showed that in that episode. Well, no, no, that, no, and that was all yellow. Right? Well, no, no, she doesn't. That, the mind stone didn't give her powers. Remember, she so when it she awoke, it, it awoke her powers, right? No, because because well, when she was, it shows when she was a little kid, she already had the powers. So they're they're going, they're driving something along with that thing. So, well, they, they, but, they, yeah, no. okay, we could talk about it. <laughs> I don't want to get into another twenty minute discussion because we could talk about it all day. Um, but yeah, no, you're you're right. So there was a different a different use of her powers to bring Vision back, which is why he was yellow as opposed to why usually her power yeah, has been red. Right. So that was a different use. And no, you know what? Maybe they explain that next week in the final episode. They have to, because there's all every single uh, particular one had a different had different details to what's been explained to her or had been explained had been explained before. Each and every single one of those. So I think they're going to, hopefully they're going to explain that or that's, that's going to be the part or they're going to explain that in, later on in the MC Universe. So, All right. Yeah, we'll see. So the next time that we talk, we're going to wrap, we'll wrap WandaVision up and hopefully we'll have, uh, we'll have some really good comic books to talk about. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, uh, so thank you for tuning in and we will see you in uh, early March. All right. Well, hopefully, we'll hopefully vaccinated and, and COVID free. I hope to be vaccinated by the next podcast, but I don't know if that'll happen. All right. We'll see you. Peace out.